when the moon is high. The shadows dance, evil will rise. The world between the living and the dead is deadly. So now is the time to let the horror you know begin. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Horror You Know podcast. This is Trent. I'm Ian. I'm Ian. And I'm back, bitches. Yeah, he's back. I'm Darren. We're so excited. Means is back. Welcome back, buddy. Two weeks without you, and it's like we're all awkward now. It's like, hey, <laughs> how, how you doing? Because had such a good time without me. You're like wishing... I know well, dad, man. Whatever Dad's that back, dude, we can't. That's not what it was at all. Whatever that dude that was here last time, whatever some his guy, name is, some guy, he just walked in. Yeah, some dumb guy. I don't even know. I wouldn't buy a house from him though. Well, I mean, I was a murder house. Yes, <laughs> I was in Jamaica training for the uh, Jamaican bobsled two cool runnings. <laughs> okay, Jamaican me crazy man. Yeah. John Candy you died. Look- they needed a new <laughs> coach. You do look very tan. I am, yeah. So, well, we're glad to have you back. It's good, good to tell be by at my full braided strength. hair. Yeah, yeah, I'm man, making, are you making a move on I'm me over here? <laughs> we're back, also in Ian's apartment for the second time in a row. So this mm-hmm. is this is nice. I'm, we're on Ian and I are on the couch here. I'm about yeah. to like make a move on him. And I got to say, it's appropriate because love is in the air tonight. Oh yeah, why is that, Trent? Because this is our. Valentine's episode. Oh, we were, were we supposed to that? say that? That's yeah, okay. sorry. I, like, I thought it was uh, because sing alongs. We're a little out of sync. It's okay. But you should have had a bouncing ball for it. Valentine's. <laughs> like the Disney sing alongs. Yeah. So, but before we get into that, I just figured we'd catch up a little bit. Did you guys catch the Super Bowl? What did you think of that game? Uh, that was well. I I tell you, the team with the most points deserved to win. That was a hell of a game. Mm-hmm. When the guy caught that mm-hmm. pass, mm-hmm. you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Watch, watch not one pass be fucking thrown that entire game now. I don't care what you think about the outcome. The Chiefs still piss me off. Really? Yeah. Are you talking about the Kansas because City they, Chiefs or just Chiefs in general? Both. They just, they have gaudy, ugly fucking collars. Just change them. Those are ugly fucking collars. You're not a you fan like of red, red and yellow. But I don't. How, but how about It's not those red Eagles? and yellow. It's like a red and yellow orange. It's not even yellow. It's like an orangey yellow. It's ugly. Ugly, man. So we're recording before the Super Bowl. We have no idea what happened, but I think hopefully the, you all enjoyed it. We know it. what happened. I, I think the Eagles that won. It's scripted. I think the Eagles won. I think the. I saw the script leak a couple saw weeks the ago for the Super Bowl. Did, yep. you, did you audition? <laughs> I did. I'm the streaker. To be the football? What do you mean? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God we've still got it and we don't. We're off to such an awkward start. <laughs> awkward start tonight. All so, right. So, well, Trent, woo. you said love is in the air. Love right? is in the air. Yeah, I mentioned this is our Valentine's episode. If you're listening to this, it's actually the day after Valentine's. Is this why your hand keeps going up and down my thigh? I mean, that's not out of the Wait, ordinary, right? That's not your hand. <laughs> that's not his thigh. Oh. So, so thickens. it is Valentine's Day. I need to give so a special shout out just really quick, not okay. to hijack your episode or anything. No, no. I want to Don't give a again. shout out to uh, my Uncle Terry, who will probably never, ever hear this episode. But his birthday is on Valentine's Day, as well as my Aunt Val's, who is a very regular listener of ours. She listens to all of our episodes. Wait. So. Is she named Wait. Val? Is her, name, is her name Valentine? You know. 
Is legends, it legends have told us such stories that may be true. What's her full name? Valerie. Oh, I was about to get really excited. That's so cool. Thank you for yeah. listening, Valerie. Is she twins with your uncle? No. So they're two totally different yeah. sets. Oh, wow. Yeah. They're years apart, but they were still born on, both born on Valentine's Day. Are they brother and sister, or is one from your mom's side and one from your no, dad's side? No, they're brother and sister. Okay. Yep. Well, cool. Shout so, out to you guys. Yeah, she'll definitely be listening to this episode, so we want to tell her a very happy birthday. Happy birthday. That just means happy your grandpa birthday. knew what night to fuck. <laughs> Lisa didn't get real fucking awkward oh, wow. real quick. Oh, wait. Like, what's the joke? There's like a meme that's like, if you were born in November, you ain't shit. You just Valentine's Day sex or something. So, oh. like, what's the opposite if you're born on Valentine's Why Day? Why you look at November? me? <laughs> oh, you were born, born in November. November. Yeah, kidding. it was. Well, Ian, you ain't shit. You just Valentine's Day sex. Wait, is that right? It's November, right? Yeah, that's nine months from now. Happy early birthday, buddy. Thanks, man. Thanks, Trent. He's Thank crying. you. And to all the future babies that get conceived tonight or last night or whatever, happy birthday from You're the horror you know. You're supposed to be filling hearts tonight, not breaking them. That's true. We are going to fill some hearts tonight because we're talking about... It sounds dirty when you say it like more, that. More than, not, <laughs> not filling hearts. More than hearts. Trying to fill your heart up, girl. We're ripping hearts out, so to speak, because we're talking about My Bloody Valentine, the classic 80s slasher, and the... Remake. We're gonna talk about both. And the band. We can talk about the band. Okay. Who, fun fact, <laughs> named themselves after the movie. After the movie. Boom. So the horror you know. We'll have some more trivia later. Stay tuned. But before we get into my bloody Valentine and talk about the movies, I wanted to do something a little different. And I think I was met with a little hesitation from these three, but I figure more it's more than a little. Definitely more than a little. It's Valentine's Day. <laughs> Love is in the air. We're we're making this the theme tonight, but we're also a horror podcast, so it can't all be good it things. Sounds like Barry White every, every time he says We're it. pretty much the love is in the air. Love is in the air. I'm going to give it all to you, baby. So we're going to do a segment real quick. I don't know how quick it's going to be, but we're going to do a segment. Knowing you, it's going to be quick. Ooh, Ooh. we're gonna. Man. This is called <laughs> horrible. Dates. <laughs> Horrible dates. Or romantic encounters. I haven't really thought I'm of a clever name yet. Romantic encounters. But we're a horror. Romantic encounters. Thank you. We're a horror podcast, so naturally I want to hear. We're all going to go around. We're going to tell a story of a bad slash horrible slash awkward slash whatever dating experience. And I gave these guys plenty of notice, and they're still acting like they don't know what they're going to say yet. So this will be interesting for everybody. You just assume that every date experience I've had is bad? No. All, well, three, I would, all three of them? I would assume you would have at least one in your... How old are you? Okay. 36. You know what? Your 36 six years of life. <laughs> I'll go ahead and start. I got one for you. Hey, look at this guy. He was like yeah. not even having I'm a story five minutes ago, and now, now he's going to be the let's, first one. Let's hear what he says before you get excited. <laughs> I told them they can make something up if they don't have one, so we'll see. Yeah, this is entirely based on a true story, what I'm about to say. Based okay. on a true story. It's not a true story. <laughs> what the? It's based on this actual is your life, events. man. <laughs> this is your life. Yeah, so. Don't base it. Just tell us. We're not going to. And listen, we, you don't have to say names or specific if you want to hide the details. We don't have to name names she or places. She knows who she is, right? We're not here to call anybody out or anything. Well, just, I was just going to say, like, my whole entire dating life. Fucking nightmare, bro. Been horrible. That really all you're gonna. That really all you're gonna give us. That's pretty much all I got to give you. 
You're going to be the, the spoil sport? You know, if I could think of some more details, by the time we go back around the room, I'll give them to you. But we'll come back around. Right now, that's all I've got. Trent, do you want to? Trent, do, do you, you want, want me to kick us? Off? Do you want me to start? All right, I'll start. So this is probably—I have a horrible memory, but this is probably either in high school or right out of high school, circa eighteen, nineteen, twenty, somewhere in there. Again, it's not that bad of a story, but there was a girl that I kind of crushed on off and on throughout high school, and we were kind of in like a mutual friend group kind of thing, and we would kind of cross paths at mutual friend gatherings and stuff, and there was, again, this was probably, I don't know, this was a long time in the making, but there was one particular gathering that we were at, and we were both like two of the last ones to leave. I didn't plan it this way necessarily, but we both did leave at the same time. And as we were leaving and walking out to our cars, I finally worked up the courage to ask her to go to a movie. Oh, I know. It's like a Jim Halpert story. <laughs> kind of. It's it's nothing juicy at all. But like, and I don't remember either. I, I had gotten her number at some point too via a friend or something. So I had her number too. But anyway, I, I worked up the courage, which was kind of a big... Kind of a big moment, and was trying to get the courage to ask her out, like trying to get oil from a water spout. <laughs> One could say that, but yeah, I asked her to go to a movie. Actually, the movie was down at the Ohio Theater, which is where we had our horror film festival. So there we go, the Ohio Plug. Film Festival, which has already started back when they showed movies. In movies, yeah, <laughs> and she. Probably nervously, I don't know, but she agreed, and I was like, "Yeah, like awesome." And I was like all excited on the drive home, and um, like a few days later, I texted her to like kind of just confirm, like, "Hey, you still want to go see?" I don't even remember what the movie was, but you still you still want to go? Here's a time we could Titanic. go see it. What year was that? Titanic. My God, in high school, <laughs> I was like seven when that came out. <laughs> and um, so I, I texted her. I was like, you know, it's showing tomorrow at you know such and such time. And then I got the um, the text back, and it's just like she was real nice, but she's like, "Yeah, that's fine, but I won't be there. This is just a friend thing, right?" And then my heart sunk, and I was like, oh. <laughs> "Yeah, yeah, that's totally what I was thinking too. You know, just for just a friend thing, you know." Wait, what and year was this? <laughs> I don't remember. I was probably either like I said, it, late high school or right out of high school, so probably late teens, early twenties. This is around like. 2000. It was when the Ohio Theater still showed movies. Eight or nine. Probably nine. Because my mom used to tell me this story about this guy that asked her one time. Uh, Oh. Wait. What? Well, that is a heartbreaking story, Jack. Yeah, but no, I mean, we we went to the movie and, you know, we parked like opposite directions and went to the movie and left afterwards. And that was. No good night kiss. It was just friends. Just friends. Watched the movie, left, and, you know, that was basically it. Nothing major, but it was it was a little sad for me because you know I kind of like I said I liked her kind of for a while and then I for some reason thought that <laughs> right <laughs> that wasn't even that, that wasn't even a date. <laughs> I'm sorry, we're just over here shitting on your life right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> I said it didn't have to be that bad. You guys were thinking like I don't know what you were thinking, but so you got friend zone. I got friend zone. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't you know. Is that the first time you'd ever been friend zone? Because it sounds like oh it. no. Oh. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> <in that one. laughs> highly doubtful that's just the one that hits you the most 
I guess just because of the time. Because you know when you like someone yeah, for yeah. a while and you kind of finally work up the courage and then it's just like. Wah, wah. Mm-hmm. But anyway, did I tell a long enough story for you guys to think of anything? Means, did you want to go next? No, oh, I, I got plenty. I got plenty. Let's hear it, buddy. I got okay. tons. You, you want me to tell you a couple? <laughs> I was going to tell three. You might have to because yeah, these guys aren't being good sports tonight. <laughs> All right. So the first one that I can remember happened when I was in high school. I was 16, had my license, drove the old Means Mobile. The, uh, the, the black Camaro means mobile. No, what it was, was it? it? It was a '72 Mustang. Yeah, from our yeah. movie. Yeah, Nabone plug. plug. Cheap plug. Here it is again. <laughs> Cheap plug. So yeah, uh, I was. I lived outside of Seymour, Indiana, and there was a little theater up there called Jackson Park Cinema. Whoop whoop. And I went on a double date, blind double date. Oh, she was blind. Courageous. She man. was blind. <laughs> and there was two of them. They were both fine. Oh, damn. So wow. we went on this double date with my buddy, James. James, if you're listening to this, you know what uh, what's up with this story. He was dating this girl, and they set me up with this other girl. And she went to Seymour High School, so I'd never met her. I didn't go to the same high school and everything. And as I got there, she showed up and had hair teeth so high, it would not fit in my car. <laughs> So I should have known she from Peg Bundy. She was, was like was Peg, she was like Peg Bundy. I mean, this is you're talking 1989. So she looked like Tawny Katane straight out of White Snake. God. Okay, uh, didn't look like that. I wish she did look like that. But she uh, had hair that high and couldn't hardly fit in my car. So when she got down in my car, her head like turned sideways, <laughs> and then the whole day her head was like kind of sideways, and she was like, "Your car's kind of small," and I was thinking. Your fucking, hair is kind of large. <laughs> fucking Mustang, big head. What are you doing? Big head. <laughs> so, so we go on this date. We go to Jackson Park Cinema. We see, it might have been later than this. You'll have to look this up. I'm wanting to say it was a Tom Hanks movie. Maybe like Joel versus the Volcano. How old is that? I don't know. You know what I'm talking about, though, that it's movie, like right? Age, yeah. So we saw that movie. Absolute trash movie. We're sitting there and... James and his girlfriend at the time that set me up, they were like sitting next to us. I was sitting next to James. She was on my right. James's girlfriend was on the left. And they kept on like talking and then kissing and doing all that shit. So here I am all awkward, like not knowing when to to play the move, you know. Uh, So I tried to like touch her hand kind of thing. Well, as soon as I barely touched it, the hand went right to her body. Mm. Right in her hair. That's never Let me so ask you, good. did you try the popcorn bucket? I did books? not. I did not. <laughs> she did, actually. She put the... <laughs> Works every time. Over her hair. <laughs> <laughs> Go to Buckethead, start yes. playing guitar. <laughs> so so uh, that, that data started off pretty suspicious, to say the least. So then when we were leaving, like I thought, you know, this is awkward. She doesn't act like she likes me. She's not really talking too much to me. Um we get out of the date and we're about ready to leave. And I think up at that time they had a big cruise strip, right? So Seymour was notorious for having a very large cruise strip. So we were like, you know, Hey, let's go cruising for a while. Start driving around. Of course, James and his girlfriend still making out in the back seat. Now I'm driving with this girl driving around. They're making out awkward. No talking. 
hour later, I finally like, I'm just wasting fucking gas. So, so I was like, guys, I'm going to have to get home. I got to do something tomorrow. So I decided to, t- I'm like, I'm going to take you back to your car. And he was like, why don't you just drop her off? And I said, okay. So I was going to drop her off at her house thinking it's a fucking disaster state. She has no interest in me. So we're standing there, you know, I get out, let her out of the car. Gentleman I am. Take her to the door. She turns around. It's kind of like, you know, like whips her head to the side, you know. She's stretching her, her neck out. Oh, God. So she, <laughs> she had whiplash without the accent. <laughs> 3,000 years can give you a real kick in the neck. Kick in the neck. So she she turns around and looks at me, and it was almost like those, yeah, just just fucking leave. This is over. So I'm thinking, you know, this is one of the worst dates I've ever had. And I look at her, and I'm like, well, it's it's been a nice time, you know. Um, and she she kind of looked at me, and she was like, and like gave this like kind of kind of like sideways look, looked at me, kind of like, well, really, you know. And I thought it was like, yeah, it wasn't a good time. She's giving me, you know. Fuck off. Go get in your car. Take off. Leave. And I start to walk and she grabs my hand. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I turn around. I turn around and she all of a sudden just fucking goes in. Tongue first. Starts fucking making out. With you? With, you? With me. Another <laughs> <laughs> random guy on her porch. She grabs me to say to spin around and she's making out with somebody else. You, you go. fucking watch. I want you to see this. <laughs> this is what you should have done. So what was weird about it is it was like after all that, she just starts making out with me. And then she was like, I'll call you later. And just fucking bolts. It was like the most aggressive, not expected into a date I've ever had. Because I thought it was a horrible date. I thought she had a horrible time. We saw a horrible movie. Maybe she was nervous. It sounds like you won in the end. Uh... Wait, though. Depends yeah. on the question that we're all wondering. Did she call you later? Uh, she did, and I think we made a might have went out a couple more times. Mm. Didn't last. So that was like a bad date that kind of one eighty. Yeah, and ended it was. Good. It was weird because it was like she was very aggressive with that tongue, <laughs> like really quickly. She was probably nervous the whole night thinking about Gene like, all right, how am I going to slip in the tongue? Well, I think she was waiting for me to do it, but I just. Got all the cues that it was a bad date, so I didn't even go for How a good night kiss. How long was this tongue? Was she like tickling your intestines through your mouth? Or? She had a Damon tongue. Damon? It, it was like a woodpecker. It just kind of went back towards the back of oh, really right. fast. Like, wait a minute. Who's like Damon? Like a lizard. <laughs> More importantly, who's Damon? Damon. So just also, side note, you went to the movies, I went to the movies. For any young lovers out there who are listening to us, I don't think we have any young listeners. Don't go to the movies on a first date if you don't know the person. Horrible first date. Yeah, you don't get to talk. No talking. You, you sit in the dark get, for two hours. You don't talk to each other. Get some food beforehand or Sounds something. Sounds perfect. Well, for psychopaths like you, I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> you get to read your victim oh, without them saying you, a word. But yeah, you don't get because to... Because he knows he's going to hear a lot of screaming later. Dexter over here. You don't get to talk. You don't get to know each other or figure out each other's personality. So, so here's my second story I'm going to tell. This okay. is not me. So I'm just telling you, this oh, is wow. a do buddy have, of mine's Do you have the uh, the permissions? The, the, I don't the, give the right. <laughs> the paperwork file? Okay. So the, there's this dude that I knew from no. Syracuse, New York. And he was in the military with a friend of mine that was in the military. My best friend from high school. 
So we used to party all the time on their military base, right? Party all the time. Party, party all the time. His girl loved him. So he lived in a town next to this girl, and he was telling us this story. And he was one of those people that got really animated when he told stories. And he was like six foot five, really big Italian looking dude. And he was telling this story. And it, it's quite possibly the best story about a date I've ever heard. So he goes to pick her up. This is mid 80s. He's wearing a Don Johnson white suit. Okay. Nice. Here we're going, right? He has a he, plan. He drove a 280Z, so he was that guy. Okay. <laughs> right? You see where I'm going? So he was that guy. He's driving from his town to her town, which was apparently like 15 miles away, to pick her up. He's driving, going on this big date. I think it was maybe they just had sex for the first time the weekend before. So he was he was rolling with this with this outfit right now. Right, so he's has sex once. He busts out the white jacket, busts out the fucking Don Johnson. (laughs) Doesn't just bust it out for anybody. (laughs) No, busted all right. So he's driving. Oh my god, (laughs) he's driving. Has that two eighties? He said the t tops is little like Italian flow was flowing. It was just going everywhere. A flock of seagulls. And he, while he was driving, he was like singing and everything, just having a good fucking time going to her house. Lifted up a butt cheek and did like just the sideways fart. Sharded his pants oh. in the white suit. In the white suit. Damn. Oh no! I guess he sharded it, and he didn't wear underwear. That's another oh, thing he told me. Hell? Didn't wear underwear. Just gets in the way, man. And that's just got in the way. He's, he's Comanche. <laughs> so he takes off, takes off, back to his house, and goes back to get her. By the time he gets back to her, she'd already been so pissed she broke up with him because he was oh, two God. hours late. Because he had to reshower. Re put on clothes. Had to bleach, you don't understand, bleach baby, those I white look pants. Slicker than my pants. Oh man, that's that's a horrible day. That right is there. a that's probably the worst. That's terrible. funniest story I've ever heard. Broken up with over a shard. Just be done dating after that forever. You could say he was right. very broken sharded that night. Oh my god. You could say she wasn't about to take no shit from nobody. You could, you could say that. What was that face he made? <laughs> <laughs> it was that stank face. All right, Wells. It's yeah, means, doo-doo, baby. It's means gave turn. you two stories to, to give you time turn. to prepare. You didn't tell no damn story. I told a story. He just said story. his life sucked. Yeah. <laughs> and you heard that song by Chris Calico? Let me see. I Have you? I don't <laughs> want to die, but I, but I hate my life. So do you not I have don't a- hate my life. <laughs> this took a turn. So either you don't have a story, which I don't believe, or you're too embarrassed to tell one. I really don't have anything that I think is as interesting as what y'all told. Well, nothing's going to top sharding in a white suit, but... Uh, <laughs> that didn't even happen to me. And I might have even made up the All white right. suit. You like, I feel like know. the extent of my matter? bad dates is like, yeah, I went out, it was awkward, and I never spoke to this person again. So... Save us, Ian. I'll tell you what. Before I tell this story, let us all take a shot. <gasps> Let us all take a shot. The alcohol helps him remember. From our sponsor in 2024. Y'all know. Oh, Smokey. We hope you love your significant other like we love old Smokey on this show. Happy Valentine's Day. We hope she goes down smooth and burns a little bit. What flavor was that? We've been so used to like the creamy ones lately. It's like that a cinnamon. 
Her or maybe your significant <laughs> other is a heavy smoker and you call her old smoky. You know like I did. Did you buy this? Was that warm apple pie? It was. Yeah. How long has it been sitting out on the windowsill? <laughs> Wait, did Jim put his dick in it already? I could have sworn we've had this before and it was better than that, though. <laughs> Warms you up. It right. does. So, it grows on you a little bit. Once upon a like time. Like a fungus. You have to let it sit on your flavor palette for a minute. Excuse me? It's got to dance on your flavor palette. I don't want anything dancing on my flavor palette. <laughs> So there was this time I went on this date and I think I matched with this person on a dating app or something. And this was probably like eight years ago. So we agreed to go to the movies and I was just like looking for like a friendly thing, like a casual thing. Cause I was just getting back out into the dating world or dating world. So the wild. Cause I had just gotten divorced. Uh, not too long before this. So, um, we go watch this movie, and a red flag for me is if I take you to a movie and you talk during the... You can yeah. talk during the credits. <laughs> We've been on some dates We've with you. On, <laughs> <laughs> that was not a date. We've been there. <laughs> Whatever that was. That was not a date. And um, I went to this movie, and she started talking, and I was like, well, this is over. <laughs> And this is the opening credits. And uh, now I don't care if you talk to her in the preview. That's fine. But so she was talking. I was like, oh, I'm kind of red flag. So I let it go because she she didn't talk the whole movie, which is good. So anyway, after the movie, we walk out. We're in the parking lot. And we were supposed to like go grab food or something afterwards or something. And then she started telling me about. If you're listening, I'm sorry. She started telling me about uh, her baby daddy. And how they were really good friends. And they were mm. still good friends. And I, again, I'm not thinking too much of it. But then she starts talking about how she wants me to meet him. And become friends with him. And us all to hang out together. And I, she can't wait for me to meet her family and his family. And us all to hang out. And I'm like, I've known you for six fucking hours. <laughs> not even that long. Like, we just started talking. And she starts throwing all this shit at me at once. Talking about, like, this situation. And then wanting to meet her kids and everything. We haven't even had dinner yet. We barely have popcorn. Can we get and some I, appetizers first? And I literally, I... like, instead of going to dinner, I just, I did the whole, like, look at my watch that I wasn't wearing, by the way. Did you do the whole, I go, well, <laughs> actually, something just came up. She's like, right now? I was like, yes. My, I think I said, like, somebody had texted me, and it was an emergency, and I had to go. And she was like, do you want me to go with you? And I was like, I want you to go. Not with me. I was like, no, no, I don't think it's a good idea. And I think like I even went was going to my car and she was just like, oh, text me later. And I was just like, uh, <laughs> I haven't talked to her since. Shout out to you out there. <laughs> I'm Ian's still thinking I'm sorry about I'm an you. asshole. <laughs> that was a that was a bad date. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for sharing. That's I was almost dating want. a man and a woman. At That's the all time. we want. Okay, see, all these dates have not been great. They've been bad, but this is not what I thought you were looking for when you said this. I was thinking of like some dates from hell type of shit. I mean, if you got one, go for it, but you don't have to be. If you just got a mediocrely Somebody bad date. shit in their pants is not a date from hell. <laughs> That's she, she broke, broke up, up with him over that. 
That's a bad time. So we've got, she broke up had, with them over some bullshit. I had, I had a woodpecker that didn't talk to me all night, and all of a sudden she pecked my head off at the end. That's a bad date. I mean, we're all over the map here. We got friend zone. We've got overeager cult, cult girl, sister wives, shart in your pants. Brother I mean, husbands. you got to find something right in between all that. Okay. Open, share with us. The listeners want it. Do it for the fans. We want it. None of his do it. None of his days talk for long. I'm, <laughs> they're I'm usually they're usually in his trunk by eleven o'clock at night. I've got no memorable bad dates. The worst like the this. worst date he ever been on was oh, when she right. almost escaped out yeah. of the trunk. <laughs> yeah, that's why he didn't so have any. She anyone. was running across the highway, right? He clacked her Officer, with that tire. Officer, help! Help! <laughs> so I have to regag, rehog die. That's why he doesn't want to tell him. He doesn't want to, like implicate himself in anything. <laughs> All right. Why are you looking at me? Confirm nor deny that statement, Trent. Well, how about this? Since you're not going to tell us a story, you brought up a suggestion at the restaurant. Favorite pickup line. It's Valentine's Day. You're out at a bar. Who are you going to pick someone up with? <laughs> uh, on a scale of one to ten means you're nine, and I'm the one you need. That's Matt. <laughs> <laughs> That's how pretty about, good. How about, That's how about pretty good. your brother was right? We are all gay. <laughs> <laughs> This is this one's for all of you, you know what I'm saying? Because sometimes when I take my notes, I'll write your all's names down too. And I Excuse me? I know. It's Wait, crazy, what? It? Yeah. I just write your names down on in a, a list. In a list? Yeah. On a book? That's right. Why do you not seem more concerned about this? He's like Steve Buscemi. And Mr. Deeds. <laughs> and I love you guys though, so I put your names in circles. In not, circles. Yeah. Those, those are the ones that get to live. Yeah. yeah. I don't put your names in hearts Across because hearts can break. But circles are forever. So that's a coalescent bond. Well, that's not true. They make salt circles in Supernatural all the time, and they get broken. They should. Well, they shouldn't, but they do. <laughs> Where are you going with all this? That I put your name in a circle because a heart can break. I could put a square. I can't tell if he's giving us a, a compliment. You could put like a trapezoid. If you do. jump off a bridge, I won't jump off after you. I'll be at the bottom. With a spatula. Mm. Off a bridge? Off a bridge. <laughs> what's t- what's underneath the bridge? Is it not water? <laughs> Why are you scraping me off water? It's concrete. There's bridges over concrete. <laughs> are there? Means did you <laughs> That's miss an this? overpass. <laughs> this awkwardness? It's still no. a bridge. This has been a very awkward episode. You talking about a creek? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> You'll probably still need scraping up if you. I tell you what, let's over a creek. I, let's move on. <laughs> I have no idea what's going on. I'm the only one that's gave a pickup line though. Well, that's true. Does well, anyone else have any before we move on? I'm trying to think. I can't think of any. No, no. Trent, what about the one you used on me for the first time we met? You said I lost my number. Can I have yours? That's a good one. That's a classic. You like that? Yeah. That's what you said to me. Bitch. <laughs> Bitch, <laughs> my face, your ass. What's up? <laughs> works every time. That doesn't work, that doesn't work. Works every time. That's that's how it means met his wife. <laughs> yeah, I walked right up to right. her and I said, <clears throat> "I said," and I quote, "You said, my face. said bitch." Love? All right. Well, let's, let's talk about the movie. Let's move in. Yeah, let's talk about the movie. Transition. I forgot we were here to talk about a movie. We're talking What's about. My bloody Valentine. Do you guys want some more apple pie? Mm, no. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, do. okay. Might as well. That's sweet. I'm good. She's my apple pie. So, my bloody Valentine, 80s slasher, classic 80s slasher, classic. Yes, I'd say classic. Considered a classic. Yeah. And it was kind of right in that era of like all these holiday themed slasher movies. It literally was what two years after, three years after Halloween. Halloween, which <clears throat> itself was after Black Christmas. And then Friday, I don't know, Friday the 13th is really a holiday. Well, yeah. like, there were some other ones. Oh, yeah. We'll count it. <clears throat> What's, uh, there was like an April Fool's Day, right? I don't know when that, that came, came later, out. came later, 86. So, so what is it about holidays <laughs> and slasher movies? Is what this, is the deal? Is this the What's only that? Valentine's Day horror movie? Maybe. No. I'm, there's, there's a couple others, and there's actually one that came out in the 2000s revival of slashers <clears> called <throat> Valentine's that had uh, some of those Buffy the Vampire Slayer type chicks in it <laughs> during that era. I don't remember their names. The one that the one that was in maybe <clears throat> is it Alice Urban Flanagan? Legend? Urban Legend? Sarah Michelle Gellar? She might have been. I don't know. What's it called? We'll get our fact Valentine's. checkers on it. It had, had like a porcelain Cupid mask. Valentine had David Boreanaz in it. He was Angel from uh, Buffy. Yes. Yes. Oh. yes. And uh, one of the girls in it, I think, was in um, Urban Legend, maybe? Yeah. That sound right? Yeah. She was, the, she was the girl in real life that ran over that person and killed them. Yes. She killed somebody in real life? Yeah. On accident, apparently. Well, anyway, let's just go around and get some initial thoughts real quick. What did you all think of the... We'll talk about the original first, and then we'll talk about the remake. Too. 1981. What would you think of the movie? Wells? Gotta be honest. Today's the first day I watched it. The original. Saw the uh, remake, the 3D version, back when it first came out, and I've seen it a few times since. But today I watched the original for the first time, and I really liked it. Like, it definitely... What did it come out? 89? 81. 81? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it definitely has a lot of that 80s cheese to it, but man, Very let me cheesy. tell you, for an 80s movie, this has like some of the best kill scenes that I've probably seen in a scary movie. Interesting you say that. Like, even to this day, like, you can tell they're all like practical effects and stuff, but God. Like, Which is a good thing. Yeah, it is. I wish that more movies would go back to that because the kills in this movie looked so good. I would agree. I would agree. I. I'll wait till we talk about the remake, but I thought the kills in that were also really good too. Um, we'll save that for a minute. But, True. Um, Even though you just said it out loud. Yeah, we'll talk more about it in a minute too. <laughs> but like, funny you say that because the one of the fun facts I was going to go over in a little bit was that the uh, the original movie was actually originally rated X, and then in order to get like an R rating, they had to go and cut out like I want to say like what nine or ten minutes worth of the kills and gore. Yes. Three, and, three separate full scenes. And you could kind of tell when you're watching it, and it made sense when I read that later, because it was kind of a chopped up movie when you're watching it. Like some of the scenes, and I don't mean that in like a bad way, but like you could definitely tell when you're watching it, some scenes played out kind of awkwardly, and like they just had to go in and chop it up. And they didn't really show as much gore as you would maybe think. But So did you all watch the regular version or the extended cut? The extended cut I, had the chopped up scene. I have not seen the extended one because I don't know. You have. Is that what's on that, HBO? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because what they did, well, I didn't see a, the HBO version, but what they did is they cut out 
the endings of most of those scenes that show like the beginning of the kill and then they would cut to like a secondary camera shot of the killer like the girl when she got her face smashed into the shower head Uh it didn't show any of that in the original when they cut it for theaters that was fucked up so but kind of cool it was really cool in the blu-ray version though they have all that fixed and color graded so it it actually looks pretty more seamless it would have made more sense if the water coming out of her mouth was red Good call. Yeah. Tinted red at least a little more. (laughs) I thought that too, but then it looked like the spout was like coming all the way out of her mouth. That's a fair point. So did you all watch on HBO Max then? Yeah. So that is the unedited version? Well, it has the regular version that you select first, but like right before you right before I push play, I noticed right below it had the extended cut too. (sighs) I'm thinking I maybe watched the non extended one. I don't think I noticed that. Damn it. Now I can go back and watch it. Because I feel like I missed out on a lot of stuff. Yeah, there was a, there were a lot of scenes that they added yeah. to it. Because I've got a uh, original DVD of the original American Canadian. Because it's a Canadian movie. This was filmed in Canada. Yeah, yeah. E. Blame Canada. E. And it was funny watching all the actors trying. Like I don't know if they were hiding it, but the, they definitely had noticeable Canadian accents. Trying to hide it. Look, I'm real sorry. I'm real sorry, okay? <laughs> it's trying to sound like they're from Pittsburgh. I'm sorry, eh? It's also another case of a uh, older movie trying to pass off like 30-year-olds as high school kids. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't high school kids. They weren't? No. These, they worked in the mine. Well, I thought, I thought they literally said JT was 17. Maybe some of them were. I don't remember. Like the one went away after high school, but they worked in the he worked in the mine. That's probably true. This wasn't the one lady that got killed in the dryer, wasn't that their teacher or something like that? Teacher? Yeah. No. She was just kinda like she was putting the dance. She on. was like an organizer. Yeah. Mm. Like I thought it was just a town dance. I didn't know it was like a high school thing. It was no, it was town because the town was like Valentine's Bluff was what the Because they was get called. off of work. Oh, sorry, little town with the big heart. They get off of work and they race to what? the bar. That's what it says in the song in the movie. Oh, <laughs> well, if your name is Valentine's Bluff, you have to have a Valentine's Day dance every year That's until true. a crazy a crazy murderer Harry mm-hmm. Warden comes and kills everybody. Until so your that was, comes along and shuts down everything. So that was the first dance they'd had in what like twenty years or I can't remember how it long was, it was twenty. 10, years. Was mm-hmm. it twenty? Okay. It's like you don't mess with that. Mm-mm. Well, we can't have a dance. We'll just have a party <laughs> in the mines. Technically different. <laughs> That's right. No, they even had it at the dance hall. <laughs> that was the funny part. They were still went to Union Hall. Well, if we can't have a dance, we're going to have a party. <laughs> then we're going to dance at the party. <laughs> so it's a dance? Like, no. F- no. It's a party. No. <laughs> what else can we do to make it better? Uh, we'll take a. Scary dark trip down to the mines for no reason. Yeah, that made no sense either. But I mean, again, you got to kind of assume something like that's going to happen. But like in real life, would you guys ever be like, you know, we could go. We can go underground oh, about fucking mine on this questionable looking car. Well, if the guys were wanting to get the honeys closer to them, it's kind of like, like, like a scary thing to do. It's, it's not just like, like a but it's not like uh, it's not like you're in a group of people. And it's guys and girls, and you're all single. Like they were like dating those girls, though. Yeah, but I don't know. Yeah. Ian is very claustrophobic. I don't think we could ever get him in a mine. That's true. To party, <laughs> big hard. dude with the mustache that looked like uh, if John Candy and Ron Jeremy had a baby together. Like, oh my god! How the hell was he pulling them? You mean Wilford like Brimley Jr. 
Is that what it is? <laughs> How's he pulling chicks like that? Hey, confidence, man. Diabetes. You wear a mustache like that, you gotta have confidence. <laughs> I guess that's true. A lot of those old movies did that, though. They'd have a really yeah. hot chick and a very mediocre-looking dude. Just the beginning kinda, of the movie literally starts off with a girl going down into the mine with a man dressed in a mining outfit. Yeah, but they were both dressed up. Yeah, but she took hers off. Yeah, she did. He didn't. That's when I was into the movie. <laughs> when no, she started disrobing. That's the very beginning. <laughs> yeah, it is. Creepy bastard. Let's talk about our let's talk about our villain then. Like I feel like he gets overshadowed a lot by like the Jasons of the world, but like I feel like that's a pretty cool slasher villain. A guy in full mining outfit with a fucking pickaxe running the pickaxe around. Pickaxe is and the, an amazing weapon to use as a killer. Yeah. You could do so much with it. It's true. You could are you Talking from experience, or <laughs> you could stab him, you could pick him, you could slam him into the ground, and then slam somebody on top of it. You can please uppercut a motherfucker into the ceiling. With please it. don't look at me like that when you t- could say toss it. it. You could do all. Awesome. I feel oh like God. you could get it stuck in something <laughs> to let him run away about twenty times during the movie and like <laughs> struggle <laughs> to get it out. You grunt. You <laughs> could stick it in a man's jaw and rip it off. Too soon. I feel like hot take here, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. This came out in '81. When did fr- when did the second Friday the Thirteenth come out? Was it eighty one also? Eighty one or eighty two? I was gonna say hot take. I Part would almost argue that Harry Warden, My bloody Valentine, was eighty one. Harry Warden could have very well inspired Jason. When you think about it, big hulking dude with a knife axe like weapon. You know, part right. Part two of Friday the Thirteenth was also eighty one. Mm. So they both came out at the same time. Hmm. But they, uh, whoever directed My Bloody Valentine, like, threw shout outs to Friday the 13th and Nightmare on Elm Street in the movie. No. No? Well, Not Nightmare. the first one. It was way after. It was like five years later. Nightmare came out. Nightmare wouldn't have been out yet, but the came first- out. Maybe that was in the remake then. Well, that came out in 80, 84, so it would have been. Was it the remake later. where there was there was a character named Jason and a character? Yes, yeah, so you're talking about the, or Michael. The, you're talking Jason about the newer one. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, there was a Michael in the first one. The I think the Michael first Bloody. few people that got killed were named Jason and Michael. I oh, think is okay. what you're thinking of. Yeah. But um, anyway, no, I don't. Know. I, I see a lot of similarities between Jason and Harry Warden, aka not really Harry Warden, but I just think he was a cool character. I don't know. I think he's he is. He's, I don't know if he was. I don't know if we'd use the word iconic or not. Unique, definitely. Unique, for sure. Yeah. Just like yeah. his weapon and then like his the whole creepy breathing. Yeah. Well, and when you think about it, a mine, like that's a pretty like pretty scary place to have a horror movie. Like there's literally nowhere to go in a fucking mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thousands of feet underground. There's, there's only one way, one way to go. One way to go, Dread. Down. Um, oh. Or down. Oh. <laughs> Plus, it's always think, nice when there's a little mystery in your character, too. I was going to say, I think this is less Friday the 13th and Halloween because it's not supernatural killer. Correct. It's crazy. It goes back to that crazy. The dude's kind of from a loony bin, went crazy because he was buried for years or years. And eight days, people. And yeah. eight people, you know. So it was <laughs> like the other survivors. Supposed to be based more in reality. And then it was a mystery with all these, like, you know, little MacGuffin characters everywhere that you're trying to figure out who it was kind of thing. So I like, I I don't know. I really liked this movie when I first saw it back in the eighties. Like I rented this on VHS and the uh, poster was cool. Had the minor like mask and then like the little like love, like glowing two people in 
in the mask and it said my bloody valentine had the little tagline it was really cool and even though valentine's day is not really an integral part of the plot really i do think it's a cool way to incorporate a holiday into a slasher film with the hearts and the heart-shaped box i thought that was a cool little signature even like his little like his little upside down hearts that he would make like they were like crosses or something he'd just turn the hearts upside down as his calling card and i thought that was kind of funny yeah i put the stuff like forever mine like yeah, it's a Valentine's Day thing, but also it's like a very creepy thing if it's a stalker saying that too. Yeah, something about holidays and and slashers, man. I don't know what it is, but yeah. putting somebody's heart that you pulled out of their chest in a box of chocolates is fucking cool. <laughs> Ain't even gonna lie. Also, how <laughs> thick is this box of chocolates? I don't know. It's pretty That's thick. A good qu- I was wondering that too. Like that heart seems kind of thick for that box of chocolates. And was there a pack? <laughs> of they were wild- custom boxes. <laughs> was there a pack of wild coyotes out there eating? And he just goes out there. He's standing right in front. He's like, "Ah, yeah. go now, get <laughs> you're getting on my chocolates. Get on, get on that." I kept on saying, "Like, aren't those dogs probably about to attack him?" That one started started uh, yeah going at him. It was like, Rah. "Yeah," he's like, "I will bite you, fucking nuts." They come bounding over. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, a so, pack of wild dogs like that. You're gonna have to at least like fire off a gun or something like that to scare them off. At them. Well, before we shift over and were talk they about dogs? The, I uh, thought they were like coyotes of some sort that had come into town to yodi. Oh, I don't know. Did you guys have to rewatch the scene where the bartender's telling this backstory? Yeah, because at first I thought he was the the, the mayor. mayor. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I thought... That's what Jensen thought, too. I thought he was not the mayor. I thought he was the same guy, the same bartender that told the bartender story about Large Marge in Pee-wee's Big Adventure. <laughs> was he? It looked like him. I don't think <laughs> it was. Can you confirm or deny? I don't think it was him, but... But he was definitely he looked the, a lot uh, like that guy. The quote-unquote crazy old man. Yeah, from, for sure. Oh, he was funny. This movie hit all the boxes of all the... Don't say I didn't warn you. <laughs> like, why is anybody going to say that? Y'all going to die. <laughs> Oh, yeah. If only we'd listen to the old bartender when he told us. He did look like the mayor, though. I agree with you. I was thinking Thank that you. as well. Thank you. But, but, yeah, the last thing. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, you're fine. I was just going to say that uh, I used this was a part of that rotation I told you guys about when I was growing up. And I would watch scary movies uh, like when they do the Halloween marathon. I used to watch My Bloody Valentine as well. So I've seen this movie quite a few times. I think it is. It should definitely be a yearly Valentine's Day classic for sure. It still holds up very well. Yeah, I agree. Thanks to the to the country of Canada for giving those tax breaks, and all those Canadian directors decided to do horror movies because they were cheap and fast. Hmm. George Mihalka. Yeah. How you say it? Mihalka. Mihalka. Yeah. Thank you, George. That goes to show you, like the, the the power of practical effects, though, in the movie. For it to be that old and still look the as good as it does left. today. Like, I was blown away by some of that shit. The acting wasn't bad. The story was good. Special effects were great. The lore, if you will, was a cool little story, yeah. you know? So. The only thing it didn't have that I like in my slasher movies, because if you look at all the tropes of slasher movies, my favorite trope in a slasher movie is the parade of bodies. And it didn't really have that. By that just I a mean, number of kills? No. There, there's always a trope in, in slasher films that have the final girl, final guy, final group. Mm-hmm. 
once everybody else around them's killed on the outskirts of whatever they're doing, the party, the yeah. going to class, whatever, they then start showing up in the final act while the killer's chasing them. And that's called the parade of bodies. Oh. Okay. So there was no parade of bodies that it showed at the end. And I, that's the only thing I have as a knock on this movie. I wish it would have had that because like, if you, have you ever seen the, uh, can is another Canadian film, I think called happy birthday to me had Melissa no. Sue Anderson in it from, from little house on the prairie. She's a college student, bunch of other college students. Somebody on campus starts killing all these college students that are friends of hers, you know, and then at the end she's the one left and it has like a parade of bodies. But this movie reminds me a lot of that movie and they came out close to the same time within two year period. But this one needed that. I think that's the only knock on this movie I would have. I think everything else is stellar. It just needed more of a crescendo at the end. And it seemed like the end was a little bit too abrupt when they were fighting in the boxcars and all that stuff. Yeah. You know, happened a little fast, but other than that, it was good. And another good thing about this movie, before we move on to the newer version, I got to mention the fucking ballad of Harry Warden. The song at the end. Oh yeah! What a banger! Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I was it not expecting familiar that. Like I heard it before. It's not like a, like a fucking folksy. like Cat Stevens like yeah. song or something. I was like listening to that after I watched the movie on YouTube. That's I was like, right. mm. I just had to get a shout you out to that the movie, movie on YouTube. No, I went back and looked up the song on YouTube. Uh, I don't know why I was that like, was my focus point, but I was like, wait a minute. I was like, this is a cool song to end this movie with. It's like not like the movie at all. Yeah. Kind of came out of left field. And I think I was like reading about it. They kind of just tacked it on at the end. I think it was like the composer's friend was the singer and he just like did the song for the end. And yeah, I don't know. I thought it was really cool. I think they wanted mm. to have like a big, like, you know, how horror movies always had that like big, like single they would release over the credits. Nah, boom. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Nah, boom. But like, I think they, wanted, they wanted to do that, but <laughs> I can't remember why they weren't able to do that for some reason. So they, had this guy do this song, but well, I was the, like, this is the song reminded me of, have you ever seen the movie uh, maniac that came mm-hmm. out in the eighties? Did you see that about the madman Mars that like the farmer that lived in the woods killed everybody. <laughs> that song. Didn't he skin him? <clears> he <throat> was like scalp everyone. He, yeah, he cut him up some, for some reason. I don't remember. I don't remember it that well, but back when my aunt Val worked at American Rental, yeah. and I would rent horror movies all the time. That was definitely one. one of them. Yeah. They told the story around the campfire at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And Aunt Val, that's your second shout out tonight. Yeah, it is. Very happy special. birthday. Happy Val- birthday. Valentine's Day. So, do we want to talk about the new one or do we want to rate this one first or do we want to rate them both and compare? I don't I don't care. Whatever you guys want to do. Let's talk about the new one. The 2009 My Bloody Valentine 3D version. I'll tell you what I liked about the newer one a little bit is it just for me it had a little bit more of a supernatural vibe to it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not proud of myself for that. <laughs> it had to be done, though. Did it? Yeah, it's because, you know. Jensen Ackles was in it. Well, would you have said that about Friday the 13th? If, yeah. Fun fact also came out in 2009. Same year. Jensen Ackles on screen, brother. They both were like, we're just going to yeah. be in a horror remake. I was so this proud year. of them that year. Because Jensen Ackles' Friday the no 13th remake was good, but I was like, I didn't think My Bloody Valentine was going to be as good as it was. 
Well, let's kind of like compare it then, because I I like the original a lot, and I didn't know if I was gonna like the remake when I first started watching it, because you could definitely tell as soon as it starts, it had that early two thousands kind of vibe about it, real hokey, real kind of bad dialogue. I think the, the first the intro scenes with all the cut the paper, newspapers it was stupid, and then the very I think the very like first line in the movie was the sheriff. Is it Tom Atkins? He sees that fucking dead body. He's like, happy fucking Valentine's Day. <laughs> but I, I was just like, oh my God. But I love that about Tom Atkins. <laughs> he puts those lines in there and I think they're funny. As no, I'm, I'm, I say all that to say that it was hokey and kind of silly. But as the movie went on, I found myself really, really enjoying it more. And I don't know if it was because it, it didn't take better. itself too seriously. And I was kind of into it at that point. Or like, I don't know what it was. The kills. We kind but, of alluded to it earlier. The kills were really good in this yeah. movie. All that was great, but also let's give this movie credit for the fact that I believe when this came out in the early 2000s, it was like around the start of the real D3D era, right? It was, it was right after. It was the first real D movie. Oh. Yeah, and it did Horror a really movie. good job yeah. with the 3D for the time. It so. might have been the first real D feature length. Whatever you I'm do. I'm trying to think if it came out after or before Avatar, because Avatar is kind of what ushered in the 3D like wave, but it might have been around the same do time. Do not. I thought it said on the trivia it was before. It might have been. Do not buy the DVD with the 3D glasses. Is it like the red and, and blue? Like, yes. <laughs> and think you're going to get top-notch 3D pickaxe coming at your face. Because let me tell you, I own it. I own yeah. it too. I think it's you better. Got a flip side, two D, three D. Yeah, version. I got the three D yeah. version that came with the glasses. I think it's yeah. better to watch it in two D and then see all the obvious like three D yeah, little yeah. like I was actions. Say, even watched it in two D though, like you could tell how good the three D actually is for its time. Because if you're watching it on actual three D, yes. If you're watching it on a TV that's not three D. With those little glasses, <laughs> no. It it's like, it's so like the nineteen sixties no. again. All of a sudden, <laughs> that's funny. It may be worse than that. But it reminded me of like the Friday the Thirteenth three D, where they would just like obviously like point stuff right at the camera, yeah, and it's yeah. like oh, that's obviously was in three D. I'll be honest with you, I've never seen a three D movie in theaters or otherwise that I've liked. Not, really? Not the three D effects; they just don't look good to me. Like it looks not as cheesy as what you're talking, but even the stuff that's supposed to look like it's coming at you seems cheesy to me. I don't know. Well, I, I don't like them. My, me personally, I the 3D watched movies the Avatar, that are the best are the ones that Clash create... Clash of the Titans. The best 3D movies aren't the ones that pop out at you. They're the ones that create depth behind the action, I think, yeah, is what yeah. the best... Like, But this was kind of gimmicky and hokey, like yeah. the eyeball popping out and all that. Like, it was supposed oh, was to good. kind of be... Yeah. The only way and they then, create depth is by creating a deep space with lighting and keeping a deep focus. And some of these movies don't because they're dark in the background. Right. They have to be. So they have to push forward instead of going backward. Right. But like even like supposedly one of the better ones was that Clash of the Titans crap or whatever yeah, it, wasn't it was. Very it, good. it wasn't yeah, very good. I don't know about that. But everybody said it was like, this is the best example of 3D during that era. No. The first so, real D 3D movie I remember blowing me away was actually uh, Jim Carrey's version of A Christmas Carol, the like animated one. Really? Yeah. like That was crazy in 3D. It was the first time that I'd been like sitting in the theater too and like it felt like the snow was like actually falling around you. Did you get a little cold? I did. <laughs> but that's just because they keep the air so low in the theaters. <laughs> For the effect. Yeah. But anyway. Now, you you mentioned kill effects. I thought the concept of all the kill effects were great. I thought the the three-dimensional rendering was horrible. 
Yeah, the I did not like that or appreciate it. Like, and I think it's because it was in this 3D gimmick. Mm. So it's like when the jawbone flies at you and all that stuff, it just looked bad. I think it would have been way better if they would have just made a 2D movie, kept practical effects, did a a puppet for his head and pulled the like that <laughs> pulled the jaw <laughs> completely like off his head. But how about when he uh, kills that girl with the shovel and chops yeah, her head in half? Yeah, that was one of the better head, ones. Like slides down the top. I thought of the it shovel. was cool, but you look at the bottom of her head from here below. It's like the top of it. They used either a real like. Like it wasn't rendered from here up. It was like her head, and then like the like bottom they just of her had head her was, walk toward the camera. Yeah, the bottom <laughs> of her head was like CGI. Out. So it was like from here below was all like digital, and like up here was like her real head. It like was she was weird. just leaning forward. It was a yeah, cool yeah. kill though. I agree. It was it was cool. It was a neat kill. What, I see what you're saying. I agree with you, but uh, but it was it was neat. And the like old... I said, it's it's different. Sorry, Trent. It's different if you're watching it in theater for like that real D versus. Watching the 3D version in 2D, yeah, because they clearly marketed that to be 3D. Yeah, it was I still think. a good movie though. I mean, the kills were cool. Yeah, the 3D was phenomenal for the time. I thought the you acting acting was good. Yeah, I think so. What was your favorite scene <clears throat> in it? Your favorite scenes, scene or scenes? The nude scene was obviously a highlight. Uh, <laughs> that guy's ass. I think my favorite kill scene is probably with the uh, the little person, the little woman. Her <laughs> coming oh, in, God, and getting her, and yeah, her in the he uppercuts her like yeah, and throws her into the ceiling. Like I was, holy shit! Why y'all got to do her like that? Would be like just exploiting them like that just because they're little people. So that trucker was the writer. Like <laughs> I saw that as I trucker was doing was some the writer and he had to ask his wife to be in that scene. Oh, that was his wife. No, oh. he had to ask his wife. I was thinking he probably scene. wrote that scene because yeah, it's thinking. like, yeah, I think I'll play this part. In yeah. The, the sex scene here. Babe, do you mind if I'm in this movie that I wrote? So my <laughs> part would be, I'm plowing this bus, right? <laughs> this bus. And she's, she's totally naked. Not a piece of You're clothing a sick on her. Man. She's going to even chase me out, but put her shoes on first. No clothes. <laughs> well, she doesn't want to step on glass. With a, with a gun that's not loaded. So uh, has she pulled out of where? I don't want to jump the gun here, so if I am, just tell me, hey, easy, hey, just hey, step hey. back a little bit. Whoa, whoa. But I, I wanted to prepared. ask, like, you said you didn't like, you didn't care so much for the ending to the original. Like, how'd you feel about the remake? Because I thought that was kind of clever, how they did it in the remake. Wait, you didn't like the ending of the original because of the twist? I like the, I like the just... ending. I didn't like how abrupt it was, is oh. what I was saying. Like, I think there should have been more of a a chase scene, final, final girl, final guy going through. You know, you know now that saying? you mention it, I hate to go back to the eighties version, but now that you mentioned it, the little final battle between those two was pretty lame. They were both on the slowest moving cart. Really lame. He was really like quick. swinging stuff at him and he was like slowly like putting a shovel up Jeez. and blocking him. And it's just like, okay, like if you really wanted to kill him, you could fucking kill him pretty easily. Right Which now, it's, but. it's kind of funny because like you guys say that. And I remember when I watched it for the first time, when he fall, when the tunnel collapses and his arm is moving and then you find out like his arm got tore off and he's just cackling like a mad person r- running out of there. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was creepy. Yeah. I like that whole ending. That was creepy. Like I, I thought that was, no, I remember I was like 12 or 13 when I saw that. Yeah. I just thought there should have been more, uh, a build up to the fight scene to him confronting them at, at the end, them discovering bodies 
and then fighting and having a cooler fight. Like it didn't go down well. It was like, was not executed well, but I but think the, the new one had a better ending. I was like gonna say the new ending. one changed the story a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For the better. Yeah. Maybe. Anything with Jensen Ackles for the better. It was good, but you definitely have to like suspend belief big time in that one. In the remake? The remake. Because it's like he does not know he's this killer. And how did he get released from this hospital? <laughs> got released from the hospital, maybe maybe by his own recognizance. I don't know. We don't know. But yeah. he comes back, his dad's gone, he's inherited this mine, and it's like he has all these skills of a fucking finely tuned surgeon ninja warrior that <laughs> and can like, throw shit on command and kill people. And- if he's clinically insane, right, from this place, would they still let him be in charge of owning yeah. the mine? Yeah. Would they not pass that on to literally anybody else? Yeah. It has some major flaws in, in his. I didn't logic. think about all that. They didn't that, even but... give him his ashes. They gave it to his best friend. They were like, "Here, he's fucking dead. Take these." Yeah, I do like and appreciate how, even though it was kind of obvious, they still made it a good reveal at the end because yeah. they, when you first start it, you're thinking, even if you haven't watched the original, you're thinking it's probably him because obviously well, all this really? shit starts up when he comes. Well, I mean, the first time you watched it, you thought that it was obvious that ended. No, I'm saying I could see where you could think that because he survived that attack at the beginning, so that's gonna fuck him up. These attacks don't start again until he comes back into town. So, I mean, it yeah. seems like they want you to think it's him, but then they do a good job of also sowing that doubt and making you think, well, maybe it is the other guy, the cop. cop. Yeah. And then if you've seen the original, you're already thinking, okay, because it was Axel in the original. Mm-hmm. So you're already thinking, are they going to keep it Axel again or are they going to. Or are they going to bring in, bring back Harry Warden? Because you didn't find out that till the third act. My wife thought the girl was the killer. So yeah. they make you kind of think it's her a little That's bit. That's what too. I liked about the remake. Like, at least for me personally, like, it kept me guessing on who yeah. the killer was. So yeah, I mean, I think so, they did a good job with it, is what I was trying to say. Yeah. I thought it was funny, like, when they were in the grocery store. And she's trying to like pin the desk against the door to keep him out. And the girl's like, I'm going to go through the window. And she finally gets the lock off. First of all, who crawls out of a window the way that she did? <laughs> That's like, the only back, way I crawl back out of a window. With your yeah, feet like hurt. back like ass first. That's the only way. So she's back like it doing up, that. And she's like, wait, wait, something's not right. And he snatched her from the other side. I was like, how the fuck did he get around there yeah. so quickly? Quickly. And after that, you notice what she does after that? She runs over and pushes the alarm. Why didn't you do that when you ran into the room? Oh, you know, actually, there, there's an alarm over here. Do you want oh, to... fuck, I forgot about this, even though I own this store, apparently. <laughs> yeah. I think if I was writing this movie, I would have let you think it was Jensen Ackles, and I would have made it the cop. And I would have made the cop do it, not because he's crazy, but because he wanted to set him up. So I think that would have been well a cool that and too. then like getting rid of the girl going straight after her because she just told him she was pregnant. Yeah, but also I'm glad it wasn't the cop because how would the cop have gotten down into the mine so easily for those kills early in the movie? Damn it, Trent! It's a small town. I'm just saying. Well, the mines were shut off, so. And I like how when he first goes in the mines and he's face to face with the killer, they like you notice that mirror shot where they're both mm-hmm. staring at each other and they stand both up look exactly yeah. the same as they stand up. So I thought that was a pretty subtle like, little... What well, kind of psychotic person doesn't know he's that, but he changes into that, but he's got mind enough to lock himself 
with the pickaxe in that thing. and Because they were like, trying to make it sound like it was Harry's spirit taking over him and he didn't have the wherewithal to know. So to me... Sarah, it's Harry. It's Harry, Sarah. I took that as kind of like a symbolism, like him going into that cage. It's like he's locked inside of his own mind. He can see what's going on, but he doesn't realize he's the one doing it. You know what I mean? Because he's yeah. locked in that cage. But the people, pretty, the people said when they got there, they said that he was locked in the cage. Because he really did lock himself That's in. That's what when I'm he saying, though. He's but I think crazy enough like, to do that, though? Yeah, like, but I think it's just sense. like a metaphor. I took it as a metaphor for him like being trapped inside of his own mind and not realizing Harry's taking over and... Harry. He was taking over. But that, that like, means in weird cases of split personality, like the other really doesn't know what the other's doing, right? That that means in his mind he has yes. to like fight himself doing that, locks himself in the cage, but he really didn't. In Went the out there, changed clothes, killed that person, came back and changed clothes again, and then actually locked himself in. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying, that. but I'm saying like I took it as when Harry he thought Harry was attacking him, right? Comes at him with the pickaxe, throws him in there, locks him in. That's Harry's way of locking him in his own mind and taking over. Yeah. Like, obviously, that all didn't happen because he was never in control. But I think it was like a metaphor to Jensen Ackles' character, Tom, being thrown inside of his own mind where Harry's like, oh, you're trapped so, but, in here. I'm but taking over. Now. How did what actually happened physically, do you think, though? Physically, did, I don't think he, anything. I think he just kind of it clicked and it took over. If you're talking about physically in that moment, what I'm saying yes. is, did he change clothes? So he would have had to have it clicked, locked him in his mind. He changed clothes then at that point. But did you notice? That's what I was going to bring up. Did you notice when he first walked up and he was having the flashback of that cage right before he gets attacked? You see the clothes in the corner. Yeah. The mask and everything is sitting there in the corner. But that's in that what I'm cage. saying. So then he had the wherewithal to change after he'd already been that character in his mind. So then yeah. he changes his clothes. Yeah. So the killer in his mind changed the clothes, killed the person, oh, then changed back. <laughs> and then he changed his mind back to that guy after he'd already locked himself physically in reality in the cage. It just that that's what I didn't like about the movie. It didn't make sense how he did all those little things. Change clothes and then Snapped out of it. Change clothes again. Yeah, but if we're going to deep dive too far into it, then we need to know how the blood didn't soak through the wood. <laughs> I would have did. Everybody my, knows it did. My only negative compared to the original movie was I felt like the Valentine's vibe was not as strong in this movie. I don't know why. They needed more of a party? Just if you're going to be my bloody, bloody, my bloody Valentine and make it a Valentine slasher, I feel like it should have had more of a presence. The town wasn't even called I mean, Valentine's yeah. Bluff anymore. There was anymore. all kinds of heart decorations in the laundromat. They took down two of them. Are you talking about the original or the new one? I think it was the new one, wasn't it? No. I they, don't didn't think have it was... a, they didn't have a laundromat. No, yeah, they're... they did. You're thinking of the original. The original had a lot of hearts and decorations and just Valentine's oh, kind of maybe. vibe about it. This one didn't have as much. The remake had a callback to the laundromat with the uh, killed the maid being body. stuffed in. That yes. was a cool homage. Uh, okay, that's, and that's what I was thinking of. Maybe that was a good homage. The dryer kill. Thank you. They also had the mining suits falling from yeah, the ceiling. Yeah, that was yeah. a cool homage. And I was thinking, which is a good scene in both movies. It is. Uh, Tom busting the lights as he walks down the mine was an homage. There was a few. Am I missing any? I know those are the main three I caught, but can't think of any more. He does an homage to Michael Myers. He turns his head every kill. True, true. And then Wells mentioned earlier the two kills at the beginning were named Michael and Jason, the two kids. So mm-hmm. that was a nice little homage. So 
Did you? I um, like the the dryer kill better in the original or the remake. Because I personally like the original. Original, better. yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think original. It was. Although I did think it was kind of funny. He walked by that thing three times, and the whole time you can tell. Yeah. Painfully obvious. I was like, I think it's clearly got blood say, soaked on the front the of it. Original, like, and as, going, as thump, soon as he walks yeah. in, there, I'm like, bro, like that right there. is clearly not right. He's like, he looked at each one, and he purposely looked around and skipped over <laughs> that one. Let's just say the cops in either movie weren't good. And then he goes to the one good. right beside the one with the body, and then he pulls all the clothes out, and he's all like. <laughs> I'm like, man, it's right. You could see blood smear all over. I can see it from here, brother. Just smell burning death. Smell right something. Next to it. <laughs> so, not a damn clue. <laughs> Before we rate, give our ratings on these movies. I was going to do some some horror, you know, trivia's on these. The first one being, don't cheat me. I know, I know the one about the house. It might be or on not here. the house, the uh, the town. It's because you read the cards before we got here. Well, let's see if we get to it. The we'll first cheat. one on this list is the original title was called. Do you know what it was originally called? Means yes, the my, my bloody Valentine one. No, my sweet bloody Valentine. Something about a secret, right? It was the called se- my secret, the secret, the secret. When George Mihaka was approached to make a slasher film, he agreed and hired uh, John Baird to pen the script, and he had written the script called The Secret. And then later they decided to capitalize on the current trend of holiday-based slasher films and called it My Bloody Valentine. Good thing. Sounds way better. It was filmed in some real mines in Nova Scotia. This is my favorite uh, of the My Bloody Valentine trivia that I found. So the town in Nova Scotia, which was Sydney Mines, (laughs) the locals were so excited to have a film production in their town, they raised and spent $50,000 to go down and clean the mines and scrub them and had them repainted and everything without knowledge of the film crew. <laughs> Unaware that... What? They wanted to look like an old mine. <laughs> the pro- well, the production crew had to turn around and spend $75,000 to revert it back to its conditions of a mine so it looked like an actual dirty mine. <laughs> oh my God, that's frustrating. So $75,000 of the film's budget went to dirtying up this yeah. mine that they... The town cleaned up before that they didn't even have to spend in the first place. So basically, one hundred twenty-five thousand dollars was wasted. <laughs> wow, I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, look what we did for you guys: cleaned up the mine, got it looking real good for your movie. Yeah, it you doesn't make, look like a mine anymore. We just leave shit alone. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I thought that's that what was I funny. do all the time. <laughs> this was Quentin Tarantino's favorite slasher. Do you all know that? Did not know that. According yeah, to EW, I, I, one of the I, reasons... I, I read some of that before, so yeah, I did know that. One of the reasons he made Death Proof was his love for My Bloody Valentine. He said, I love Halloween and all those, but as time has gone on, I think My Bloody Valentine is my favorite. This isn't really trivia. It's just if you're paying attention, you would notice. But it was set the day before Friday the 13th. Did you all notice that? Yeah. Because the Valentine's was, uh, Day was the on... The night after. It was the 12th. The day I, after. I knew that. Thursday the 12th, because the dance was on Valentine's Day, the yeah, 14th Saturday, on 14th. Saturday. Yep, so it was set yeah. before Friday the 13th. Be so set a little after. homage mm-hmm. there. You keep on saying before. Let's see if any of these <laughs> others did. are worth... He did. Oh. <laughs> he did? He kept on saying before. What? It was after. It was set after. After. it would be one day later. <laughs> I see. No, it was set the 12th. The, the timeline of the events were on the 12th, weren't they? Oh, I thought you were saying it was on the 14th, which would be a day after the 13th. The dance was on the 14th, Valentine's Day. Yeah, the day after Friday the 13th. Okay, anyway. Something definitely happened on the 12th, you're right. <laughs> the movie starts on the 12th. I yeah. mentioned, yeah, we got that straight. 
I mentioned earlier it was originally rated X. They had to cut several minutes to get it down to an R rating. Um, this is one of the original video nasties from Great Britain. Video nasty. I'm sorry, I was reading. A video nasty. Explain. I was actually surprised video that nasties. a 1981 film had a extended cut like that. It wasn't an extended cut. It was just a regular cut that they made them take out because of the board ratings there in Canada wouldn't allow it to be shown in theaters. Uh-oh. It was going to give it an X rating, which was like a death knell for a film. It wouldn't be in any theater. Right. So I had to cut all those scenes out. Video Nasty. Let me just tell you. Oh, sorry. I was going to expand. I was going to expand Video on what Nasties you were saying. were a set of films that were labeled by the government in Great Britain that were banned in Great Britain for almost 20 years. So the British didn't get to see these films unless they're on bootleg tape, bootleg tapes that were shipped into the country illegally. So if you had those tapes, you can actually get arrested. This is one of them. That's what oh, we call the videos that you and I make, Trent. The video nasties. Video na- Ian and Trent's video nasties. Yeah, <laughs> just disgusting. I was just going to say nasty. Expand on what you said about the X rating too. Is that uh, Mihaka, the director? If I'm even saying that right. He blamed the cuts on the backlash over Friday the 13th, the year before the violence from that movie, and the recent violent death of John Lennon. So those were two reasons that he believes that his movie had to be cut down. That's interesting. Well, I mean, he got almost 100% of his budget from the government, so they were going to tell him what to do. Yeah. So Canada didn't at the time really have like a Hollywood or production companies like that. Like we do. So let's rate them. Unless you guys have anything else to add about the movies. The town that the remake was set in is the exact same town they taped most of Mothman Prophecy. Oh. Dang it. I read that and I forgot. You're right. The so, bridge. Because you even see the bridge in one scene. only reason I know that is because that was on my list of things to go on vacation and so I haven't been there. They I was filmed out there with trans people uh, in Virginia. It's like Kittering. Kittering. Was it in Virginia? I thought. Kittering, Kittering, Pennsylvania. It's not in Virginia. Uh, Kittering, yeah, Pennsylvania. Get it right, Wells. My bad. <laughs> yeah, I did because read that and I forgot. You're right. Mothman's supposed to be in Point Pleasant. Point Pleasant, West Virginia. But uh, you guys have never seen Happy Birthday to Me. We never did. I, I think we need to watch that as a group. Oh, oh. I thought you said you guys never sang Happy Birthday. I thought you were like, too. Let it like, go, me. That was a month ago. <laughs> you never seen Happy Birthday to me. That's another. Of, no, All right, everybody, here we come. Canadian on. slasher. Happy birthday. No, okay. We sing Happy Death Day on this podcast, sir. I know we should. Sing. I'm the old one. I'm gonna die first. That's we not don't true. know that. <laughs> This is like a little Irish ditty. <laughs> this, this reminds me of the song on South Park about Mr. Lemony Wings. You could see the fear in their eyes. Once every year, we're going to get copyrighted. Hey, if I could play badass Billy Guns theme song, oh, here. I'm a nice man. Hey man, you were just playing snippets. I doubt, sure. I doubt if anybody still holds a copyright. To I was gonna say, song. does anyone even know what this song is? That is it. Watch the movie. Somebody's out there waiting to pop like up. Copyrights probably. Like aha, whore. You know, I got you. It's called the Ballad of Harry Warden. Go look it up, guys. It's on YouTube. 
So anyway, I'll kick it off here with the rating. I really liked both movies. Uh, there are things I liked about each that I would kind of favor over the other. I don't, I don't know. I might give the slight nod to the remake. I hate saying that, but I would probably give the original a six and this a 6.5. Boo. Is that too low? Boo. You gave the original a six and the remake a 6.5? How about the original a 6.5? <laughs> I'm not giving you shit. I'm asking. I don't know. Yeah. I'm going to stick with that. Six I like them both, five. even though okay. that seems low. I like that I was just like, hey, is this what you said? And he questioned his whole existence. He was like, no. Fuck you. I didn't say Usually that. Usually I don't give the ratings first, so I can kind of base mine off what you guys say. You but, make me um, feel like I'm going to be generous with mine. Six is not a bad score, I feel like, personally. I don't know. Hmm. It's a D. <laughs> well, well, now wait a minute. Not in movie world. You're on a 100-point scale. That's a D. Yeah, but... An F would be a five. But there are lots of good movies that are fives. If you give it a 5.9, it's still an F. Five is average for a movie. I know. Right? Out of ten. Out of ten. Yeah. Probably. And this is above average, so six, six and a half, six to seven, somewhere in that range. They both not as good as me. you're saying. It's not as good as like Halloween, Friday the Thirteenth. I don't think I would put it above those personally, yeah. but I did like yeah. them both, and I did end up liking the remake more than I thought I was going to when I first started watching it. It got better, and I appreciate the changes they made to it too. But the the original had more of a campy '80s feel and the Valentine's vibe about it, and for sure. So they're both really good. There you go. Someone else take over. I'm gonna give the original 1981 movie 7.5. It is very uh campy 80s, like you said, but also it holds up very well today. This coming from a person who literally just watched it yesterday, <laughs> saying that it holds up still today, like with some of the best uh effects as far as kills in a horror movie that I've seen. So Definitely want to give that a 7.5, and then I'm going to give the remake a 8. Damn. I have to take it up. Just because that's the one that really introduced me to this story. That's the one I love. It's got Jensen Ackles, and that's my boy. And also, in the remake, the kills are also very, very good. And they hold up. I disagree with everything you did. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I was going to say... Original seven, uh, I think it holds up today, but I also watch it a lot growing up. And I've only watched the remake probably this is probably my second or third time. That's no, probably my third time. I watched I watched it when it first came out in theaters, and then I bought it on DVD when it came out. So this is my third time watching it. Uh original seven, remake six. Decent. Had had some cool looking kills. Uh I agree with means little campy kills for uh for 2D. I think uh, I could appreciate them more. I see what they were trying to do. And I don't think it's really fair for me to downgrade the kills since I didn't watch it in 3D because that's my fault, not theirs. You know what I mean? So You never watched it in 3D? I haven't watched it in 3D. No, I watched the shitty version on my TV with I the 3D I can't believe that I went and saw it in 3D in the theater without you. Yeah, I know. Because I know I watched Dick. it locally. <laughs> I didn't... That's 14 years locally ago. Locally where? It had to have been here. The real D3D, you know, I wasn't going out of town a lot back then. We didn't have that in 2009 here. Real D3D? Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe I watched... We didn't get that to like 2000... 
13, 12, something I guess like I could have possibly watched it in New Albany. Yes, that's probably true. But it wasn't here. So with that being said, I say I say 7 and, and 6 because I can appreciate the remake, but uh, I've always liked the original. Means nice. your score? I'm going to give it a the original a 7.5. Nice. So I'm going to go in between yours and yours. I was going to go 7. That's the exact same thing I gave it. Oh, you gave it a 7.5? Mm-hmm. I thought you gave it an 8. You gave the other one an eight. You gave the remake. Yeah. An eight. I'm going down on that one. I'm going to give that a six and a half. Going down on what? Okay. I perked uh, up a little bit. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> me. Going um, down on Jensen Ackles. I would uh, definitely go down on Jen- Jensen Ackles. Who would? I'm we glad you didn't one. say Jensen. I'm Who would definitely go down on Jensen. Yeah. No. Uh, Ackles. Ackles. Wouldn't blame you. Out of those Either movies. Way. Out of those. <laughs> my God. Out of those superstitious movies that came out. Yeah. I think Friday the 13th was a better movie. So that's why I'm downgrading oh, for this one. sure. Yeah. But, uh, but still for like the time frame that they came out in, like which one was like filmed first. Did they film them? The at 2009 the one? I don't know. Oh, I thought you were talking. No, about I'm talking about the, I'm sorry. that's why I gave it a lower score. Cause I, I think the Friday the 13th, his buddy that was in that from, uh, Jerry Padalecki. Yeah, I think Same. that was a better film Same. than yeah, this one. It was. I, I agree. So with I that. would give it a, probably a six and a half. Um, they had I better did foundation not, like, to deal with the. I didn't watch the the 3D in theaters, so I've only seen the 3D copy that you've seen. I can't believe that, and it's bad. I'm not. Yeah, the 3D's only, not great on it. Am I the only person in this group that? Watch my bloody Valentine 3D actually in 3D. Oh, in theaters in, in theater. Well, all the stuff that it showed seemed like. It would wouldn't be that much better outside of the real D technology. It wouldn't be that much better in effects than Friday the Thirteenth Part Three 3D, because it was like eyeballs popping out yeah. and mm-hmm. jaw popping towards you and and pickaxe going clearly towards your face. made for 3D. And I respect. Hey it, man, yeah. don't underestimate the the powerfulness of that scene where he throws the pickaxe at the car and it goes through the windshield. Yeah, scared Fucking you. nuts. Scared you. Nuts. <laughs> Don't underestimate Somebody hit him man. in the nuts right when that <laughs> happened. But uh, as far as storyline, I like the. I, I guess I disagree with Trent or whoever said it earlier. I I like the original. His buddy was the killer because of a revenge factor type thing, as opposed to a dude just crazy. Fair and, enough. And seeing himself doing it or whatever. You know, that just seemed a little far-fetched. But it, it was a cool idea, but it was a little far-fetched. And I called it from the beginning. I was like, he's doing it. It didn't surprise me the first time I watched it, which I watched it on video when it came out at, like, Blockbuster or Movie Gallery or wherever I rented it from. He just had no interest in seeing it in theater, or you just didn't like I I was, like, going to college at the time and stuff when that came out. No, I was in – I was teaching – 2009. I, I was busy. I'm I was busy doing something. He was teaching at 81. We were probably making a stupid video for probably. a arts club. People give probably. 2000s, like early 2000s horror movies, a lot of shit because they're cheesy and shit, but I love them. I, I wasn't even early. Though. That was cheesy late. for the time, though, because if you watch 80s movies now, they're considered cheesy now, but I'm sure they were they were state of the art back then yeah. compared to like 40s and 50s. You know what I mean? I think horror movies is the one genre that you can tell the decade. Compared to other movies, yeah. like you kind of can in like love stories and thrillers and actioners, but but I guess the thing is like now if you watch the '80s version of The Blob, right? Yeah, like that's kind of 
that's cheesy, campy 80s, right? But in 80s, if you're watching the original Steve McQueen version of The Blob, you're probably thinking like, oh, that's real campy, cheesy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I yeah. think it's the area that you're in at the time you watch them. We'll be looking back in 20 years on our movies and be like, look at these stupid movies. You're talking about Usher the Dead? <laughs> well, Usher the Dead. But I love it when a, a movie this old like this or uh, like the Frighteners we did not too long ago. Yeah. Like how those effects hold up today. Like, yeah. It blows my mind, like how good they are. Yeah, but even like then, Fright World now, you watch Frighteners and like where he's like the ghost and he's like traveling through the houses and stuff. It's a little silly, a little campy, it's a little yeah. cheesy. <laughs> but again, when you were watching that when it first came out in the 90s, you're like, oh, that's so cool. The haunting like with that. Liam Neeson, all the effects in that oh, are okay. horrible now. Yep. Yeah, that movie really definitely bad. had too much special effects. That movie, to me, I I'm glad you brought it, that up because we'll never talk about that movie on this show, I hope. Um, <laughs> the first half of that movie. He loves Liam Neeson. I love the first He's half of that movie. next episode. No, I love the first half of that movie. The second half of that movie is atrocious. It's not the best. I, it had me at first. I was like, hey, man, this, this is pretty good. And the second half, I was like, oh, this fucking. You want to hear a guilty pleasure of mine from that era? What's that? The House on Haunted Hill remake. I don't really yeah, I love that right? movie. Really, I we, love that movie. We watched the shit out of that when it first came out. I watched out. it not too long ago. Actually, really it's cheesy not... as hell, but I oh, love yeah, it's it. Definitely cheesy. It's not good. Still, it's <laughs> not. You didn't like it back in the day. Either? I did back in the day, but I watched it recently, and it's not still good. I think it. I think it's still cool. I, I like, like it. I like the goes. music. It's got that. That early two thousand Marilyn Manson yeah. early two thousand yeah. sound, especially you know? like when that 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 device is yeah. spinning in a circle and they're like flipping out going yeah. crazy and that he's just fucking the I, acting's over the top i love every part of that i movie. do still love the scene though where they're at the amusement park going up on that elevator or whatever yeah and the screen he's comes on yeah. yeah that's as well. or that roller coaster where you think it's wrapping oh, yeah, off and it lands breaks. on the other place yeah. it's like i would never fucking ride that thing yeah <laughs> <sighs> All right, good discussion, guys. We're still talking, Trent. Oh, so, okay. And- <laughs> let me know when you. Just kidding. Go ahead. We'll let you know when we're done with your episode. Here you go, real quick. Another curveball before we wrap up. Yeah, yeah. Since it's Valentine's Day, let's do a special horror Valentine's version of F. Mary Kill. Okay. Okay. Horror. I'm gonna fuck you. Horror. I'm gonna marry me. <laughs> Listen, horror final girls. You picking them? Laurie Strode. Okay. Hmm. Like young Laurie Strode. Are we doing the character or the actor? She was technically a teenager in the movie. I'm going to be creepy. She was an adult later. Give me old woman Laurie from Halloween Ends. Listen, all right. Laurie Laurie Strode. (laughs) He's out. It's like (laughs) fucking a purse from a garage sale. (laughs) (laughs) You guys like go stick your dick in a leather leather handbag. Leathery over there. Different strokes, man, for different folks. Fucking leather couch. Thank you. Thank you. Just shove your dick right he's, in the cushions. He's like, I got Vaseline and cocoa butter at home. <laughs> yeah, I got all the cocoa he's butter. He's like, baby. you like that, baby? She walks in like, what are you doing? He's like, fucking the couch. He's like, oh, sorry, baby. I thought this was you. <laughs> Go ahead, Trent. I'm Get sorry. your dick out of my purse. <laughs> Get your dick out of my wallet. <sighs> sorry, sorry, Trent. Poor, poor Jamie Lee. Like She's probably just like, I'll turn on this horror podcast. Yeah, and I see love what this you, Jamie Lee. Leather handbag. She still got it. I'm with you, Wells. Yeah, she still you. can get it. Jamie, Lori Strode. Oh, okay. 
I didn't say she couldn't. I didn't see this coming. Like, two guys are like, what the fuck, Jamie Lee Curtis? First of all, I never gave my answer yet. I think Wells gave his. So we're talking Jamie Lee Curtis, True Lies era. We're talking final girls. Uh, Dude. Like, I'm talking about what she looks like. Okay. In her prime. True Lies prime, yeah. Okay, not when she's... If you can't handle her now, that means you don't deserve her in her True Lies. True crimes? Or True Lies? Yeah. You're talking about, okay, so not even trading places. That too. Oh, that too. <laughs> no, yeah, I ain't ready for that. Topless trading places. Oh, yeah, don't you know. Or uh, what was that shitty movie with John Travolta where they're like doing the aerobics? Saturday Night Fever? No. Look who's talking. Staying Alive? Not Staying Alive. Maybe. He says Staying Alive. Is it Somewhere uh, in there. Saturday Night Fever? No, there's like, there's a remake, or not a remake, but a sequel that's bad. It was something where they're Three just two. like, they're like, Doing aerobics like in the mirror, and uh, yeah, okay, I don't know. It's got the, the comment, guys. If you know, yeah, man, it's look who's talking. So, we're talking that era. It's not talking. she wasn't even in that movie. Uh, Damn, that's Kirstie Aller. I've heard it both ways. All right, so who are your final girls? You're saying Jamie Lee Curtis in her prime, Sydney Prescott. I was gonna mention oh, Sydney. lame. You think she's lame? You don't like her? Mm, uh, I don't know why I said that. Nancy Thompson. Okay. Sally. I can think of a third one. That's no, that's good. Unless you guys have a better one. Well, we already know your answers. Let's hear it. No, you don't. It's Valentine's Day and we'll be Just PC on this podcast. Answers, you gotta wait. We'll change it to romance. Just Mary because Kill. you think you know by answers, you gotta wait. Who are you romancing? I'll who start. are you marrying? Can I start? Yeah, yeah. go ahead. I'll start. I'm gonna I'm still I'm sticking to my original. I think there's only one I'm right answer. I'm fucking Trent. Okay. <laughs> and then I'm uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bang Nancy Thompson. Wasn't Nancy Thompson like a minor the last time we saw her? Really? Still, she's a what? Say it again. Wasn't she a minor still? Huh? She's like six we're talking years about old. in her prime. Oh, in her prime. Okay. <laughs> she was. And was she was she that young? And I, th- that I movie? felt like she was. Don't think too hard about it, guys. They're all teens. All right, in so in her prime, in her prime, she's of age, obviously. So who are we doing again now? Before Nancy Thompson, Sydney Prescott, Campbell, Jamie Lee Curtis. I think there's only one right answer. So, so Nancy Thompson's not the real name; that's the character. So it's Heather, well, yeah. Heather, Heather Lang- Langdon Camp. Heather Langdon Camp. Which have you guys seen her lately? Mm-mm. She's older. She's still not bad, but I like. But in her prime, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm going to bang it out with her. I'm going to marry Nev Campbell. And I'm sorry. I'm going to have a kill Jamie Lee Curtis. I'm sorry. Mm. Wow. No, I agree. Actually, we're talking prime. No, you don't get to change it. <laughs> we're talking We're prime, talking true, true lies prime. Prime. I'm probably going to switch. And I'm probably going to bang Jamie Lee Curtis. And I'm going to have to kill Heather. Okay. This is ridiculous. It's I'm the only right answer. Go. This is ridiculous. That's yeah, the only right answer. Yes. Thank you. agree? That's my answer too. Mary Nev, Mm-mm. bang Jamie Lee, and no. sorry ridiculous? Heather. No, no. What's your ridiculous answer? Sorry Heather. I'm gonna marry Jamie because she's beautiful and the longevity. I'm gonna. Have you fuck seen Nev. Nev Campbell lately? I'm gonna fuck Nev, and <laughs> I'm gonna kill the other one. Poor Heather. The other one. Yep. Okay, I am with these two. Because Jamie Lee Curtis is smoking hot in True Lies, especially in True Lies, especially she the dance like, scene, the the stripper scene, the, yeah, in the bedroom. 
And I feel like her voice, the older she gets, gets more grating. All I think of is that stupid fucking movie that she did that was the Christmas movie, and I fucking hated her. I thought you were going to say the yogurt commercials. Yes, the Cranks movie. Like, she was just like, ah, we got to get the ham, the honey ham. You know, I fucking hated her voice. So I hated that movie. I didn't hate the movie. I just hated her. But I would definitely fuck her. Because I think she's the I best. hate her, but I'll... she she's the best. He's gonna hate fuck her. She's the she's the best in true lies. That's awesome. Okay. Uh I would marry Nev Campbell because she seems like the most down to earth Midwestern. She, she also just has the advantage nice. of being the youngest of those three. Yeah, I was gonna say that's true. And then Heather Langdon Camp, I never thought was We're good looking, so I would kill her. She's cute. You said never good looking. I never thought she was good looking, even when she was young. Everybody knows Nev Campbell's now, gonna be the killer. I'm gonna add one in there because I wish you would have put her in, huh? in there. Let's hear it. What's I would, I would would have fucked this one, Danielle Harris. Okay. Ah. Uh, uh, I want to marry queen. Actually, I'd probably marry her. To, yeah. I'd fuck her and marry. Yes. Yeah. Happy Valentine's actually, Day, Actually, all three. <laughs> I'd fuck her. Oh, I'd marry her. Hey, then you I'd, brought this shit up, I you know. asshole. If we're talking about her, I'd marry her. I'd fuck her to death. So there you go. Uh, okay. So let's. How about an honorable mention for a screen? Who would you give? Mine would go to Jennifer Love Hewitt. I just said Danielle Harris. Uh, yeah, Danielle Harris. Is, yeah, I would. I would agree with that. Jennifer Love Hewitt. Mm-hmm. I mean, that'd be a tough or one. Or Buffy. Which, Ooh. her or Buffy? Sarah Michelle oh, Gellar. Oh, my God. You're, that's evil. I definitely Evil? Go. You're the one that brought up honorable mentions. I, well, I have to go Sarah Michelle Gellar. I'm, I'm not supposed my to forget about her. My first celebrity crush, by the way. Who? Sarah Michelle Gellar. I can't say no to her. Really? My I saw first. her in an interview from like a week ago, and she still looks exactly the same. What's that new show she's in coming up? <laughs> it's like, like some series. sort of wolf related show yeah. supernatural type show i can't remember what it's called but um yeah yeah i saw her on youtube and i was like holy shit she still looks just as beautiful as she did on buffy on mm-hmm. what on buffy 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 mm-hmm. so can you explain how we're all re- being ridiculous here yeah because i said never can well, everybody knows she's gonna be the killer in the next screen movie what does that got to do with what we're talking about though <laughs> deadly women no deadly man women. the game is would you do her the game. That's the game, Look, man. The game you can't change is, the rules is she of the attractive, game. not what you do her. Respect yeah. the game, Jim. And it's fine if y'all just wanted to fuck her, but y'all trying to marry this woman that's going to be a killer. I actually changed it We're to romance. We're talking about the real person. But, We're yeah, not talking so about her character. So you think she's going to become a murderer in real life. Absolutely. Hey, let's get it on record real quick before the new Scream comes out. I'm kind of with you. I feel like this whole like her not being in the movie is a big publicity Hell stunt yeah, for her to is. be the killer. I don't think it's going to happen, but I think that would be awesome if that it would did be happen. stupid if she was the killer. It, it would be, but it would be, be so sure. shocking. Well, they're going to do it just because they want to have cool. Nev Campbell versus Jenna Ortega. You know how many tickets it's going to sell? It's Jenna not going to happen. Ain't even the star of that movie. It's man. not going to happen, but I want you and me to be on a record just in case it happens. No, no. Yeah, we're so on we could refer right people now. back to this episode. But and when we're correct, are they backpedaling? A hundred dollars a piece. 
That's right. Wait, what the fuck? I, never agreed I haven't that. said a word in you five minutes. That, yeah. You did. So you you'll, be get, you'll be getting two hundred dollars, and I'll be getting two hundred from both of them. A hundred a piece equals two hundred for both of you. Yeah. yeah. How's that work? Two hundred for him. Two hundred. Maths, bitches. Four hundred dollars. <laughs> exactly. You said we both bet a hundred. Yeah, you owe him two hundred. You owe me. 200. That's not how that this works. This is double nothing all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, no shit. And this because is just, you just doubled down on not saying shit. <laughs> we, we never even agreed to the hundred. And because this episode has run way longer than thought, we're going to end it, I think. On that note, happy fucking Valentine's Day. We love you. Love you guys. Motherfuckers. From the horror you know, we love you all. This has been Trent. I'm Ian. I'm Devin. I'm Chocolate Ian. And the shadows dance. Evil. The legend they say on a Valentine's Day. I bought, I bought Nora a uh, record. I don't know. I'll have to ask Nora. Oh, I got you a record. That's you got me a record. I'm your Valentine. You didn't give me anything for Valentine's Day. You need help? Good? Drunk are you, Wills? I know. As the years come and go Of the horror from long time ago